Happy Ascension. Welcome to worship this evening for this joint ascension service between St. Paul's, St. John, St. Peter's, and Calvary. And if you're not a member of any of those churches but are visiting with us tonight, welcome. We're so happy you're here in God's house. Jesus, when he ascended, no longer visibly a present among his disciples. At first, that might seem like a sad thing or a frustrating thing, but no, Jesus ascends in blessing. We'll hear about this evening how he blesses us, uh, ascended at, to, at God's right hand right now. We'll follow along with the order of service as it's printed out for you in the worship folders and projected on the screen, uh, beginning with our opening hymn, 473. of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Jesus, our ascended Lord, invites us to confess our sins and, as the one mediator between God and humans, promises to forgive us. Lord of all, I confess that I was conceived and born in sin, completely under sin's curse. I have not continued to do everything you command me in your law. I have continued to do what you command me not to do, 
I deserve to be cut off from you and your goodness, cast into the eternal fire. Lord, have mercy on me. God sent his son, born of a woman, born under law, to redeem those under the law. This son of God redeemed us from the curse of the law by becoming a curse for us. He hung on the cross to die for the sin of the world. He has risen from the dead and ascended to assure us of his grace and every blessing. As a called servant of Christ and by his authority, I forgive you all your sins in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. In the peace of forgiveness, let us praise the Lord. King of glory, on this day you ascended far above the heavens, and at God's right hand you rule the nations. Leave us not alone, we pray, but grant us the spirit of truth, that at your command and by your power we may be your witnesses in all the world. For you live and reign with the Father and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Please be seated. Our first lesson for this evening is taken from Acts chapter 1, Luke's account of Jesus ascending into heaven, where he promised to bless us as he promised that the Holy Spirit would be sent and poured upon his disciples, empowering them to be his witnesses throughout the world. In my former book, Theophilus, I wrote about all that Jesus began to do and to teach until the day he was taken up to heaven after giving instructions through the Holy Spirit to the apostles he had chosen. After his suffering, he presented himself to them and gave many convincing proofs that he was alive. He appeared to them over a period of 40 days and spoke about the kingdom of God. On one occasion, while he was eating with them, he gave them this command, Do not leave Jerusalem, but wait for the gift my father promised, which you have heard me speak about. For John baptized with water, but in a few days you will be baptized with the Holy Spirit. Then they gathered around him and asked him, Lord, are you at this time going to restore the kingdom to Israel? He said to them, It is not for you to know the times or dates the Father has set by his own authority, but you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you, and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria 
and to the ends of the earth. After he had said this, he was taken up before their very eyes, and a cloud hid him from their sight. They were looking intently up into the sky as he was going, when suddenly two men dressed in white stood beside them. Men of Galilee, they said, why do you stand here looking into the sky? This same Jesus, who has been taken from you into heaven, will come back in the same way you have seen him go into heaven. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. We continue with the song. Our second lesson taken from Ephesians chapter 1 that reminds us how Jesus blesses us, now ascended on high. He rules over all things for the good of his church. Even though it seems like setbacks and loss here, Jesus is working all of that out for our good. For this reason, ever since I heard about your faith in the Lord Jesus and your love for all God's people, I have not stopped giving thanks for you, remembering you in my prayers. I keep asking that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the glorious Father, may give you the spirit of wisdom and revelation 
so that you may know him better. I pray that the eyes of your heart may be enlightened in order that you may know the hope to which he has called you, the riches of his glorious inheritance in his holy people, and his incomparably great power for us who believe. That power is the same as the mighty strength he exerted when he raised Christ from the dead and seated him at his right hand in the heavenly realms, far above all rule and authority, power and dominion, and every name that is invoked, not only in the present age, but also in the one to come. And God placed all things under his feet and appointed him to be head over everything for the church, which is his body, the fullness of him who fills everything in every way. The word of the Lord. Children may come forward now for the children's anthem.
please stand in honor of the gospel. Our gospel lesson for this evening, taken from Luke chapter 24, Jesus' disciples, just like we, they didn't get it. So Jesus opened their minds to understand the scriptures, just as Jesus still does by his spirit today. He said to them, This is what I told you while I was still with you. Everything must be fulfilled that is written about me in the law of Moses, the prophets, and the Psalms. Then he opened their minds so they could understand the scriptures. He told them, This is what is written. The Messiah will suffer and rise from the dead on the third day, and repentance for the forgiveness of sins will be preached in his name to all nations, beginning at Jerusalem. You are his witnesses of these things. I am going to send you what my Father has promised, but stay in the city until you have been clothed with power from on high. When he had led them out to the vicinity of Bethany, he lifted up his hands and blessed them. While he was blessing them, he left them and was taken up into heaven. Then they worshipped him and returned to Jerusalem with great joy. And they stayed continually at the temple, praising God. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise be to you, O Christ. Please be seated for our next hymn, 472.
grace and peace to you from God our Father and from the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. So how do we greet one another today? During the Easter season, it's easy, isn't it? We, we have the common. Happy Easter. We have the classic. Christ is risen. But what, what are we going to say to one another this evening? It's Ascension Day. So maybe I suggest, how about the novel? Christ has ascended. Or maybe just the normal. Happy Ascension. And maybe we'll stick with that. Have a happy Ascension. Have a happy ascension because of your king's conquering. And have a happy ascension because of your king's controlling. We read Psalm 47. For the director of music of the sons of Korah, a psalm. Clap your hands, all you nations. Shout to God with cries of joy. How awesome! is the Lord Most High, the great King over all the earth. He subdued nations under us, peoples under our feet. He chose our inheritance for us, the pride of Jacob, whom he loved. God has ascended amid shouts of joy, the Lord amid the sounding of trumpets. Sing praises to God. Sing praises. Sing praises to our King. Sing praises. For God is the King of all the earth. Sing to Him a psalm of praise. God reigns over the nations. God is seated on His holy throne. The nobles of the nations assembled as the people of the God of Abraham. For the kings of the earth belong to God. He is greatly exalted. This is God's Word. Dear brothers and sisters, in Christ Jesus, our King, above all, over all. I'm going to be honest, I do not follow the royal family across the ocean, not on social media or in any manner. I did not get up early for any of the stately weddings recently or even previously. I mean no disrespect, but it's a matter of disinterest. Now, I am aware that there is a new king. He is the king. He is their king. But you notice the importance of that possessive adjective. Their king. He's not yours. He's not mine. He's their king. Jesus is the Christ. As such, he is the king. And not just the king, but the, the king of kings. But he's, he's more than that. He's your king. He's my king. So tonight we see that. Tonight we celebrate that. And it is the sons of Korah that lead us in that. They handed this psalm to the choir director to be put to music. We study it 
in meditation. Have a happy ascension. So history is about the rise and fall of nations. They come and, and they, they go, flourishing and then floundering. And then the one at the top, call him a king if, if you will, the one at the top, whatever else you want to call him, he's going to extend the boundaries of the country. And then there are those certain few that earn this designation of the great because of their accomplishments. The Greeks, Alexander the Great. The French, Charles the Great. The Russians, Peter the Great. And then there's Jesus. He's not just great. He is the greatest. He gets that distinction because of his achievements. So have a happy ascension because of your king's conquering. There's no mess missing the message tonight. It's one of pure praise. Pure praise to the king. No pure praise to your king. Clap your hands. And, and not several everyone. Clap your hands, all you nations. You know how it goes when we, we, we put our hands together. It's a, a, a sign of congratulations or appreciation or recognition. It could be for that spectacular play on the baseball diamond. It could be that particular group in a concert hall. When, when we slap our hands together, we state, well done. Clap your hands, all you nations, that we applaud our God, our King, enthusiastically with our palms against one another. And not only clap your hands, but shout to God with cries of joy. So now we add our mouths to our movements, expressing our excitement, that we acclaim our God eagerly with our voices with one another. Why? For who he is. How awesome is the Lord Most High, the great king over all the earth. That he is supreme when it comes to status, majestic. He is supreme when it comes to strength, mighty. Everyone is below him. Everything is beneath him. And this king is worthy of our respect and our reverence, not, not because we're afraid of him, but because we are in awe of him. How awesome is the Lord Most High. And for what he does, he subdued nations under us, peoples under our feet. He chose our inheritance for us, the pride of Jacob, whom he loved. Out of all of the individuals, the Lord God selected Israel to be his people. And it was not because of the size of their population. It was the scope of his affection. And then he drove out all their enemies and gave them the promised land. Because there, the promised Savior would be born. And Jesus did come into the world. Jesus came into the world because God so loved the world. And Jesus did it to save us. Destroying Satan. Demolishing sin. And so Jesus himself remarked, proclaiming from the beginning of his ministry, the time has come, the kingdom of God is near. Repent and believe the good news. And at the end of his ministry, he reached that cross at Calvary. And Pilate affixed above his head, 
It was out of mockery. Jesus of Nazareth, King of the Jews. But you and I announce it in reality. The King, no, our King. And it was just just as Scripture had predicted. Jesus reminded his disciples of that divine necessity when he appeared to them after he came out of the grave. We heard it again this evening. Everything must be fulfilled that is written about me in the law of Moses, the prophets, and the Psalms. Code for the Old Testament, from the first to the last. Everything must. And then he opened their minds for them as he reviewed it for them. The Christ will suffer and rise from the dead on the third day. Those two things always go together, death and resurrection. Yeah, Jesus died, but yes, Jesus did not stay dead. And Jesus showed up not just once after his exit from the tomb, but numerous times to his disciples, proving to them that he was alive. As Luke wrote to Theophilus, he appeared to them, Jesus. He appeared to them over a period of 40 days and spoke about the kingdom of God. But then Jesus returned to heaven after a month and and ten days. Luke records it so simply. Those hands... Once stretched out in suffering, now in blessing. He left them and was taken up into heaven. The psalmist referenced that, didn't they? God has ascended amid shouts of joy. The Lord amid the sounding of trumpets. Jesus could ascend to heaven because he has accomplished the mission that his Father sent him to do. It is finished. But before his exit from the earth, Jesus revealed their work. He said, you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. What they had seen and heard, they were now to say and herald in those ever-widening circles. And now all the way to Cleveland, Sheboygan, and Howard's Grove. You will be my witnesses. There is forgiveness through Christ. God sends away your sin in Christ. And that's what the apostles did after Pentecost. They carried out their commission, and the book of Acts makes that clear. But Jesus' departure did not result in sadness. Not, Not for them. They returned to Jerusalem with great joy. And there they waited for Jesus to make good on his guarantee to send the gift of the Holy Spirit. Jesus' departure does not result in sadness for us either. So we echo the psalmist as they exclaim four times, sing praises to God, sing praises, sing praises to our King, sing praises. Sing praises to the king. We, we do that when we, we play musical instruments in special services. Sing praises to God. We do that when we pray, your kingdom come. It's not an area on a map. It's an activity in our souls. Your kingdom come, Jesus. Take up your home in our hearts and in the hearts of others. Sing praises to the king. We do that as we publicize that Jesus is the only king, the king of the entire world whether around the United States or in foreign missions. Sing praises to the King, and one day we profess with that grand chorus in heaven 
The kingdom of the world has become the kingdom of our Lord and of His Christ. And He will reign forever and ever. So have a happy ascension. Have a happy ascension because of your king's conquering. And he gives us the victory right now and forever. But once that king expands his boundaries, he has to to keep them. It's not just a matter of wiping out those who are his enemies. It's about now wielding his authority over them. But there are many who have failed, relegated to some articles on the internet, but Jesus did not, remaining in charge for all time. So have a happy ascension for your king's controlling. And your king's control is not local, but universal. For God is the king of all the earth. He has no limits, and there are no limitations. So one more time, sing to him a psalm of praise. And the direction of your king is without equal. It is unique. God reigns over the nations. God is seated on his holy throne. Jesus did not go back to heaven to rest and relax. He is seated at the right hand of God. A position of power and prestige, of honor and influence. It's ongoing. It is unending. It is on our behalf. It is for our benefit. Or as the Apostle Paul put it this way, God placed all things under his feet and appointed him to be head over everything for the church. He brings us to himself not to abuse and use. He brings us to himself to lead and supply. And times, at times, When we struggle, when we suffer, we're quick to question our king or critique our king. But he's head over everything and he knows what he is doing. So instead we turn to him and and we trust in him. Because our king will always operate in our best interest. That's our conviction. We are safe with him. That's our confidence. We are secure in him. And so the psalmist closed with this thought. The nobles of the nations assemble as the people of God, the people of the God of Abraham. For the kings of the earth belong to God. He is greatly exalted. So now you and I believe as our father Abraham that we are members of the same family of faith. So have a happy ascension because of your king's controlling. And as his own, we have His protection, right now and forever. So what's it going to be? Christ has ascended. I didn't think it was going to stick. He has ascended (laughs) indeed. And we're going to have to wait to see if the present monarch of England is going to deserve the designation, the great, or he's just going to stick with the Roman numerals that are behind his name right now. But finally, he is their king and not yours. But Jesus is. He is your king. And there is no king who compares to Jesus. So maybe then we'll stick with the simple. Happy Ascension.
have a happy ascension because of your king's conquering all and have a happy ascension because of your king's controlling all. So happy ascension. Amen. Please stand. We join now in singing stanza six of hymn 472. seated for prayer. Confident of our Lord's return, let us approach our Father's throne of mercy on behalf of the church and of all people. Gracious Lord God, amid shouts of joy, we celebrate your Son's ascension into heaven, where he is now seated in majesty at your right hand. Grant your church steadfastness in these gray and latter days that she may hold to the truth and boldly confess the saving name of Jesus. As the devil of the world and our sinful natures seek to silence our witness, grant us courage to believe and confess that Jesus is Lord. To hear us, O Lord, as we implore you to show mercy to those in need. To the sick, the lonely, and the depressed, grant relief. To the dying and those who mourn, bring comfort. To the hungry, the homeless, and the unemployed, send your help. To the elderly, give joy for living life to the full. To the young, send patience to wait for the fuller life to come. To husbands and wives and their families, and to single parents who raise their children alone, grant wisdom and strength. Almighty Father, you are the good giver of all that we have. In your mercy, continue to grant us daily bread, supplying us with what we need before we even ask. Teach us to be thankful and content, whether we have plenty or are in need. 
Come with your guidance, O Lord, and pour out your blessings on all who have gathered here to proclaim your love in speech, song, and symbol. May our worship enrich us so that our work for others adorns your love among them. O Lord, Heavenly Father, we remember the sufferings and death of your dear Son, Jesus Christ, for our salvation. Praising his victorious resurrection from the dead, we draw strength from his ascension before you, where he always intercedes for us as our own high priest. Gather us together, we pray, from the ends of the earth to celebrate with all the faithful the marriage feast of the Lamb in his kingdom, which has no end. Hear us, Lord, as we pray in silence. To you alone, O Father, be all glory, honor, and worship with the Son and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. We continue with the choir anthem.
heart pain He never changes, he's the same Yesterday, today, forevermore Just because of who he is We are forgiven, we are his That's the reason why face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord look on you with favor and give you peace. Amen. Please be seated for our closing hymn.
Thank you so much for worshiping with us this evening. We praise our King, the King, for this blessed fellowship we share between these three congregations, St. Paul's, SJSP, and Calvary, for this opportunity to worship our King together this evening. We also thank all the musicians that helped prepare things, the children, for this evening. Uh, and uh, if you didn't notice at the end, since different congregations have different practices with how the offerings are gathered, uh, here at St. Paul's, our practice is to have those placed into boxes in the back. So please note your home congregation's box and for your offering this evening, it can go in there if you didn't do that on the way in. We also like to thank uh, Pastor Voigt greatly for preaching this evening, bringing God's word to us, the law and gospel of our King. After the service, uh, the, the ushers will usher you out. Uh, please feel free to greet one another in here and then also hang around, chat, enjoy the fellowship that we enjoy uh, in our Savior Jesus Christ. Thank you.